The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to our show. Well, the Raiders slap the hose big time in Oakland, 39-23. The Oakland Raiders came out a little tentative, but man, we kicked their ass. And poor little Tim Teabag, <laughs> handed his head. That won't be the first time, Pada. We're going to talk about that and more here on show. 298. On today's show, we're going to have the post game for the Bronco Ho game. A great contest. We'll talk about that and we'll do a pregame for the Colts or My Little Ponies, whichever you want to call it. They're coming to town, they're coming to the black hole, and I am loving it. And the bone line, of course, because you guys are calling in big time. And that is it for this show. Before I get rolling, folks, I just want to say a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, uh, whatever you may be celebrating. Uh, The Raider Nation has all the love out there, and I'm throwing it out for you guys. Let me just say this. At this time of year, I am thankful for all of you. The Raider fans that come from near and far, come to our tailgate, participate in our show, listen to the podcast, call in on the bone line. The participation has grown dramatically from our humble beginnings. At this time, I'd like to send out a very special thank you to all who have contributed to our show. I know in this economic time, it's not easy to do. I know $5 here, $10 there makes a big difference to anybody. I mean, uh, we understand that, and we just want to thank you so very much for the effort you've put in to help us make this show better. I want you to know that it goes to all (laughs) the shows that we do, makes it possible for us to do what we do. And, um, you know, we don't do a lot of fundraising uh, crap on our show because I don't believe in it, but it certainly makes a big difference uh, when it comes down to the bottom line because, you know, it, it costs. So, uh, thank you so very much. I just can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart, man. Very much heartfelt. And all of you who listen to this show should understand the same thing, man. If it wasn't for people contributing to the show, it just wouldn't be happening. So I just want to throw that out there. You know, I'm not a big guy in the soapbox, but that is for sure a very, very, very sincere thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So that is all I have to say about that. Well, I said it, and I most certainly meant it. We would beat the hose twice. I love it. Let me ride that donkey donkey. Well, it was rainy, it was cold, and the wind was blowing. And he was blowing pretty damn hard, too, especially if you're up there with us. And, uh, well, the rain was coming down, and everyone was talking, run the ball, which we certainly did. Uh, But the tailgate was not dampened by the weather at all. We had a packed house, had mahi-mahi, a whole fish. I'm not kidding, man, a huge fish. Kingsford Kirk... I mean, I say it every doggone show, but man, I got to tell you, anybody anybody who's been to this tailgate raves about it, and I'm telling you, there's a good reason why, because it's the best damn tailgate in the Coliseum, no doubt, no question. That was awesome. We had some great fans. There were a couple of Bronco hoes lurking around, but not too many because they're not very welcome at the Coliseum. Matter of fact, I do believe that's probably the most hated rival we have. The Broncos are so hated that they take so much crap. I love the fact that we don't see that ugly, ugly orange, putrid blue and white. Ugh, it's so ugly. But we didn't see very much of it. (laughs) That's very nice. That means more seats for the Raider Nation. In this game, though, man, I'm telling you, it was very, very... It was tentative. 
What I mean by tentative is uh, the game started out and we traded points with the hoes. I mean, you know, Jason Campbell had two interceptions in the first half that gave them points. And Tim Tebow, his debut, you know, he looked pretty damn good. And I'm going to tell you this right now. We better worry about that guy because he looks like a up-and-coming good quarterback for a rookie. He played a damn good game. Now, aside from that, he did cry when he went to the sidelines. There was a little pouting going on, and it's going to be a classic rivalry for many, many years to see Tim Teabag, uh, <laughs> you know, on the sideline with his hands in his face. I love that. It was a great thing to see most of this game. But we traded points, man. You know, 7-7, 10-10, 20-20. It was worrisome. We'd get a drive. We'd be able to drive the ball down the field. An incredible effort. Touchdown. And then, boom, we'd give balls away. The refs continually, once again, tried to give the game away to the hoes. I don't get it. I'm never going to get it. We get more penalties than anybody else. But, man, when Tim Teabag ran for his touchdown, there were so many holding calls. It looked like a sumo wrestling match. I can't even believe it. So, you know, it's all tentative. But, man, the referees sure like those Lily Whites. So you know what I'm talking about out there, Red Nation. You certainly do. And the announcers were ready to suck his ass. Tim Tebow this. Tim Tebow that. It was a Tim Tebow love fest. You know, Campbell never gets that shit. He could throw a perfect game, and no one's talking about Jason Campbell. That's the same thing that happened to Plunkett, the same thing that happened to Gannon until they made it to the mountain, and then they couldn't say anything but accolades. I just get so sick and tired of this bullshit announcers that are so one-sided before the game that it just makes me sick. But what it does for me, too, is it inspires me to do these shows. It makes it easier for me to come out here and tell it like it is because these assholes don't know shit. And the fact that they're glorifying some guy who's never thrown a fucking pass in the NFL blows me away. Now, I went on a rant. I might go on another one before this is over. But the referees tried to give this game away to Timmy T. But you know what? This guy played well, but he was no Peyton Manning. You know, come on, man. And they sucked his ass the entire. You know, the guys, hey, newsflash, the guy has more jersey sales than any other player. Can you believe that? More jerseys, <laughs> number 15 Bronco jerseys are sold than any other jersey. Why is that? It's a Florida State thing. I don't know what it is. It's twisted, and the announcers all want to go down there and tongue the guy. Okay, I'm on a, I've been on a rant long enough, but you know what? Fuck Tim Tebow in the ass with a teabag, and that's what I'm going to say about that. Once the refs tried to give this game away, the Raiders finally realized, hey, in the third quarter, it's time to put our foot on the pedal. And during halftime, Coach Cable came out and evidently chewed some ass. <laughs> so it was reported by people in the locker room that he was a little emotional. And I could hear what he was saying. What the fuck is exactly what he was saying. We got to get out there and do what we do. And the quote was, we have to put our foot on their neck and end it. And that's exactly what the Raiders did. We pounded and pounded. And the defense with a... Safety. That's a pinnacle of a defensive move. That was beautiful. Uh, Michael Bush ran. Uh, you know, Marcel Reese, this guy is going to be a very, very valuable quantity in the NFL. He is our man. A fullback that can run like that all the way to the end zone? Come on, man. No one's ready for that guy. You know what I'm saying here, Raider fan? This game showed exactly what we can be. It showed that this Raider team, this mentality, this group of men could come out. And you know what? You felt it. As a fan, I knew we were going to win this game. I knew when we were trading points back and forth that the Raiders would not be denied a victory this day. They could do it, and they did it, and they did it with class. They went out there and kicked ass. There's a lot of pushing and shoving, no personal fouls. There's a lot of hate between these two teams. But you know what? There's some milestones in this game. 
You know, here's a milestone. Darren McFadden, 1,000 yard rushing. 1,000 yards. He made his 1,000 yards for the year. Still got two games to go. That is a great mark, and it's only a sight of things to come. What a great day for him. And another great thing is the Raiders have broken the doggone double-digit loss situation this game. No more will be considered the worst game, the worst team, the worst players in the NFL. All the pundits, all the sports experts who still spew hatred. I mean, you know, ugh, I can't even tell you how it pisses me off because I know what it makes you upset too. Long story short, by the end of the third quarter and into the fourth, you knew the Oakland Raiders were not going to be denied, and we weren't. The defense stepped up big time. T-Bag had nowhere to go. We figured his ass out, and it was on like Donkey Kong. And we drove it home. We probably could have put another touchdown on him, but we spared him. I don't know why. I wish we'd have put another seven points on. We could have done it. We had the time to do it. We could have driven down the field and slapped some more points on these assholes. I hate the Broncos. And our new secret weapon, Jacoby Ford, comes through big. He is the fastest guy I have ever seen in a Raider uniform. I mean, the guy's a rocket. And he is making big moves in the Raider Nation, big moves on the field, and he is the real deal as well. Another great player we picked up in this rookie class along with Lamar Houston. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Our rookie class is kicking ass. And, uh, well, this game showed it very, very well. And that is all I have to say about that. I have a very special announcement right now in the middle of the show. I thought it was a great place to put it. Um, congratulations to my brother, my friend, my long compadre, Randy Olson, and Lisa, his new bride. They were married this week. Uh, Christmas week, pretty cool. I want to wish them the very, very best and lifelong happiness and a God's blessing upon their union. I'm sure you do, too. I had to say it, Randy, because, uh, well, the Raider Nation's got to know. They're going to know eventually, Pata. But uh, all love going out to you guys. And you know the Raider Nation feels the same way. All right, let's talk about My Little Ponies. Yeah! Yeah! Stand up! Indianapolis! Stand up! Ha! Go blue! Ha! The Indianapolis Colts show up in Oakland. Well, the last time we played these guys, we lost 21-14. We didn't lose by very much, and they were much more of a juggernaut then than they are now. Not to say that they're not a good team. They're also in the hunt, and they mean business. They're on the edge of their playoffs just like we are. This is a must-win game. I know it's a overused term, but when was the last time we had a must-win in December? It's been quite some time, folks, and, uh, well, we got to do it. I think the team is mentally up for it. I think it's matured to the point where it can actually deal with it. And, uh, well, you know what? The Colts have the same deal, man. They're really, really on the edge, and so are we. Now, of course, we have to have the Chiefs lose, and I think the Titans can win because they're also in a divisional race, and they're in a must-win situation. It's a great day of football for us this coming Sunday, folks. We're going to have to watch that game very closely with the Queefs and see if Tug Hunt, come on, man, the Titans got to do something for us. They got to beat the Queefs, and they got to beat them bad. Now they got to beat them. They got to pick some of their players out. Because if we win on Sunday, we beat My Little Ponies and the Chiefs lose, 
man, we got a good chance of making it to the show. Now, San Diego still has to drop a game. That's not impossible. With all these things, you know, it brings us to mind what we could have, should have, and would have done earlier this year. The Cardinals. If I hear that again, I'm going to throw up. Every time I think about it, I want to throw up. And the 49er game. Good grief. And the Finns. Oh, my gosh. What the hell? You know, that's a sign of a young team. It's a sign of a team gaining maturity. It's a sign of a coaching staff trying to find their way. I mean, when I say team, I mean everyone. I don't just mean the players. I mean the coaching staff as well. Because let me tell you, man, this coach of ours, uh, Curly Joe, (laughs) a.k.a. Cable, and Hugh Jackson, uh, they're just trying to find their way. They're not experts. They didn't come into the Raiders as great play callers and pontificators of the game. They're trying to win a game. They're trying to win a job. They're trying to make a mark in the NFL. So their career continues to prosper. All of them, the entire team, has matured. This is what is going to happen on Sunday, and this is what the Colts are going to be facing. Now, there was a time when I would say I'd be worried about the Colts. You know, I... I I would tell you that I'm not as worried as I would have been last year or even the year before or several years back. This year, I believe the Colts should be very concerned about the Oakland Raiders, and that's a great thing to be able to say. You know it as a fan. You know any Colts fans out there aren't popping off saying, oh, we're going to run over you guys. I don't think so, Padna, and I guarantee you if they say it, they're full of crap. Colts are 28th in the league in rush defense. That bodes very well for the Oakland Raiders. Our run game is starting to pick up some steam, and steam is what I mean. Their defense is small. They're very fast, but they're not as big and physical as our offensive line. This should be an advantage to the Oakland Raiders, and the fact that it's supposed to be raining just is icing on top of the cake. The Raiders are ready to win this game, and we need a victory. I think there's blood in the water, and the Raiders can smell it. Now, my little ponies are going to have to dedicate eight men in the box to keep our run game in check, which is going to allow Campbell to throw the ball. And I think with our wide receivers starting to mature and gain the confidence that it takes to really go out there, and I think confidence is what we're starting to feel as a team, as an organization, and a fan base for crying out loud. The confidence that we can get out there and get the job done. Those screen passes to Marcel Reese, Jacoby Ford, I mean, uh, it's going to be off the hook. We're going to have a great time watching this game because I think the play-action pass will be the play of the day, every day, all day for these guys, and I don't know if the Colts' defense is up to it. We will have to score. We're going to have to score because Peyton Manning will be able to pick apart our secondary. Now, Anomdi's been a little hurt. He's got that high ankle sprain that's still bugging him. They're going to throw on him. They're going to throw on Chris Johnson. They're going to throw on Huff. They're going to throw everywhere, and he can get the ball to anybody. Now, there's something to be said about our secondary when push comes to shove. If Peyton Manning is running for his life, which is our front force job, It'll make their job a lot easier. Our defense has got to smother Manning and keep him in the pocket and actually under the pocket, to be honest. You can guarantee Reggie Wayne's going to be out there running wild with Namdi on top of him. But Austin Colley, their number two guy, pretty doggone good receiver, might not even play. He's questionable for the game, and he's got some serious injuries, so let's hope that he doesn't make it on the field That'll make it much easier for our secondary. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to try to run the ball. Their goal is to have the play-action pass work for them too because last time Peyton Manning had a team like ours against him, he threw 50 passes. That's a 5-0, folks. That's freaking unheard of in a loss. So I know we want to keep him from throwing the ball, Uh, We want to have some of those interceptions that he's had, too, because he's been unable and ineffective at the run game. Let's just cut that crap out and keep them from running on us because their play action could be extremely nasty. 
And let's be honest, folks. You know, Peyton Manning is a a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. That's not a good quarterback. One of the top three in the NFL. I don't care about his recent numbers. The guy hits his receivers when he can. He can't help that the rest of his offense is sputtering right now. But him alone, I mean, if we had him on our team, we'd be going to the Super Bowl. That's how crazy it would be. Him alone as a quarterback in that system, I mean, he runs it very well. We're going to have to keep him from making us jump off sides. We're going to have to keep him from doing the things he does to trick defenses. I mean, he's a master at it. And I believe that we're mature enough to compensate for that. Look, all the pontificating pontificators, all the so-called sports geniuses having the Colts beating the Raiders by a pretty big margin, by at least two touchdowns. I don't know what the point spread is as of yet. Oh, you don't know what the point spread is, huh? That's all right. I'll interrupt my honeymoon here in Las Vegas, and I'll just run on down to the sports book and look it up for you. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Well, more than two touchdowns? No. How about three points? But I'm sure it's going to be pretty big in the favor of the Colts. Colts favored by three points. And I'll tell you why. Because the Colts have been here. They've been towards the end of the season uh, vying for playoff position and have been able to put teams away left and right. Well, guess what? I think that's horse crap. I think the Raiders are ready to go for it. I think that the Raiders will go for it, and I think they'll be successful at it. This is once again one of those games where we're the underdog, and I freaking love it. I love the fact that nobody's giving us a chance to win this game. I love the fact that they're saying Peyton Manning's going to pick us apart. I love the fact that they say our defense is not fast enough to keep up with their wide receivers or anything else for that matter. You know this, and I know this too, that it will be a Peyton Manning love fest. Randy, could you play some romantic music here, please? I never realized how happy you made me. Peyton Manning, the golden child of the NFL, the chosen one, (laughs) the guy that's supposed to make it happen no matter what, the miracle worker. All that bull crap, you can hear the announcer suck his ass right through the doggone microphone. They'll be talking about Peyton Manning from the beginning of the game until the game is out of his hands. And even if he throws four interceptions, which he has, it won't be his fault. It'll be someone else to blame. The Raiders got lucky. The Raiders got lucky, which seems to be the mantra the mainstream media wants to throw on us. Anytime we beat a substantial team, anytime we do anything well, We got lucky. Well, I have something to say for them. They can suck my ass. And I'm telling you, this team means it. The team can do it. And I have total confidence in my Oakland Raiders that they will take the field at home at the Mecca and teach a lesson to young Peyton Manning that this is not the old Oakland Raiders. This is the new 2010 version of of the silver and black attack, Patna, and they're coming after you, and they're going to pummel you, and I hope you take a little bit of the Coliseum soil with you, just like Tim Teabag and his face mask. Matter of fact, he wore the Coliseum home. He had more grass stains on him than anybody else. I love it. We got to win this game. I know we can win this game. God bless America. We will win this fucking game. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, it's time for you to throw your bones to the nation. On the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, one 800 
620-7181. Throw us a bone, man. Get on here. You know you got to. And also check out our site, www.raidernationpodcast.com. Randy does a fantastic job. Everything Raiders that you need is right there. Nothing more, nothing less. Check it out. Another thing you can find on our site, Raider Mike, a big-time Raider fan, has these videos on YouTube. You have to check them out. You can check them out here on our website on our forum. Uh, Randy puts those up. They are fantastic. They are great, great films, man. Check those out. So let's move on to the line because people got something to say. And we got a first caller. We got Raider Mike from Fresno, and he's telling you exactly what I've been saying this whole show. It's Raider Mike from Fresno. Um, I was going to wait to call till the end of the game, but I just can't wait anymore. These uh, start the fourth quarter here, and these announcers are hanging off the nut hairs of Tim Tebow. They're making this guy out to be Peyton fucking Manning. This is, I, I, we got to make a complaint to CBS about these goddamn fucking announcers. They're terrible. I mean, they are dangling off his nut hairs. It's, it's sickening and it's pathetic. I mean, granted, the Raiders are making Tebow look like Michael Vick today, but come on, man. It is just frustrating me. I, I, I can't even. Anyways, penalties are killing us, winning the game. We'll see how it goes. Later. Man, I couldn't have said it better myself. Matter of fact, you described it better than me, hanging off his nut hairs. That's what these guys are doing. Uh, Wait till you see Peyton Manning next week, man. It's going to be even worse. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Rada D from the IE. Good brother, great contributor, man. Let's hear it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider D from IE. I'm listening to goddamn ESPN, and uh, you know I don't have the, the the luxury of seeing it on TV, so I have to listen to this bullshit. And the Raider game, all they're talking about once again is Tebow this. Tebow had a run; he should have had it all. Tebow this. You know what? This motherfucker ran the ball what seven, eight times because he had to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Tebow. I'm getting. I'm so fucking tired of these stupid. Tricks. And I, I I didn't give a game ball out last time. I'm going to give a game ball to, to my man, Janikowski. Three for three for field goals. But that wasn't what gets it for him. The left-handed fucking line drive kick, unhandleable. Guy can't catch it. We get the fucking ball back, and we to commence to sticking a foot up a Broncos ass. Janikowski gets the game ball. This is Raider D, and I'm out. Man, that line drive kick by Jano, that's a surprise. I was pissed that uh, Leckler wasn't going out there, kind of surprised. But, man, what a surprise that was. And, uh, well, he showed everybody that he can kick anything. (laughs) Game ball to him for show. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have the captain from Casper, Wyoming, and he actually did a little stat. Check it out. Hey, Raider Greg. Hey, this is the captain from Casper, Wyoming, deep in Bronco territory. Hey, final total in the second half alone was uh, 45 Tebow mentions. I don't know how many camera shots or how many uh, praises they threw down upon Tebow. Uh, I don't think he's that good. But anyway, Raiders win. Sweep the Broncos. You know, first time in eight years we swept the Broncos. Playoff hopes are alive. All's good. So, hey, Merry Christmas to all the Raider Nation, and look forward to a win next week against the Indianapolis Colts. Go Raiders! 45 mentions of Tim Teabag. Give me a freaking break. It makes me sick, too, man. I, <laughs> You heard it in my show. I'm flipped out. That's why we got this show, man. We can call it like it is, because evidently nobody else is. Fuck that bitch. Next, my good brother, Raider Tatum from the Midwest. A little chilly out there, brother. And he's got a message, man. Check it out. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. I've left some vulgar messages over the past couple, three weeks. But uh, I will digress on this. Uh, It was a very fun game to watch. I just knew that for a Sabbath, 
this was going to be a special day, watching Jacoby Ford break for 71 yards. That was something special. And uh, it was just nice to see, regardless of how this season ends up, everybody in, in the nation, we have made strides. I just hope to hell there is no lockout next year. I hope and pray that, that does not occur. But it was uh, it was fun. And uh, I say in this particular instance that we bring back uh, glue sniffing in a positive light, meaning you throw a Bronco into uh, an Elmer's factory, you're, you're, you're not going to hurt yourself. You're just going to taste victory, basically. Though I condone glue eating and or sniffing. It might seem strange leaving a, a voicemail on, on the bone line like this, but uh, thank you to all the Raider fans out there, and I'll try to keep it as clean as possible. God bless the nation. Long live the Sabbath. Put Jack Tam in the Hall of Fame. Take care. I don't want to see no fucking lockout next year either, and I'll use some expletives myself. Because that would be some fucked up bullshit. Just when we start to play well? Oh, no way, man. Next, my very good brother, Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. First, I'd like to say happy holidays to you, your family, Raider Randy. The game, we did what we had to do to keep it alive. We're 5-0 in the division. That's a great accomplishment for this team. Hopefully we can go into Kansas City in Week 17 and make it 6-0. and Our playoff hopes are still alive. We need a lot of help. I mean a lot of help. we got to have Kansas City lose next week, San Diego lose next week. we got to win. Hopefully we can get that done and we can sneak into the playoffs. Anything can happen then. Go Raiders. Sneaking the playoffs are damn sure. And when you say anything can happen, listen, man, once you get in the playoffs, it's 0-0 across the board, and we make our own history. And that's what I like about the playoffs more than anything else. You know what I mean, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Raider Queef from Oxnard. Check it out. Raider Nation. Fuck yeah! Awesome game! I loved it. I loved hearing it. Touchdown Raiders! I loved hearing that all year. So many times this year. Can't beat that feeling. Especially when it comes to the win. This is Raider Queef calling out of Soggy Oxnard. I was surprised. I thought the game would, the game would be sopping wet and muddy and pouring rain, but... It didn't appear to be that way on the television. Anyways, all I can say is I'm damn proud of those guys. And I know that we are in the hunt. Whether we get the breaks that we need to get into the playoffs, but the fact that we are talking playoffs has to be a big hell yes from what this team has come from, from last year to where we are now. And... For the rest of the last two games of the year, we got to fucking fight hard and play hard. So that's going to be exciting football. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but today's game, Tim Tebow coming out and doing that big long run for the touchdown was like, fuck, dude, stop him. And then throwing that one, oh, my gosh, it kind of got me a little nervous thinking, oh, shit, no way, because uh, there's no real game plan for that fucker for a whole game. So... But we did end up dominating and whooping them down. So 5-0 and in the division, proud of that. Fuck yes. Very proud of that. I love it. I love it. It's been a great year. So all we can do is win out and play hard. And remember, just be a Raiders fan for life. This is Keith saying we got to beat them Colts next week. Come on, Raiders. I know we can do it. It's going to be awesome. At home, I know you guys are going to show up up there, and we are going to beat them down. And they are hungry, and they're fighting too. So, anyways, I can talk forever. I'm out. Well, I'll tell you this. I didn't believe that second passing touchdown was a real touchdown. I thought it was out of bounds. To be honest with you, I thought his body 
Uh, he didn't have control of the ball. I think that was kind of bullshit. Another referee giveaway. Uh, we are in the playoffs. In my mind, we're on our way. And every game has to be like that. And the Raiders certainly are playing that way. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Rada Mitchell's dad, because I didn't get his name. <laughs> but he came to the tailgate, man. The guy's a longtime listener. I told him to give us a call, and he did. Hey, Raider Greg. Raider Randy. I uh, just got back from the game. I uh, met you guys today. Uh, it's a pleasure meeting you. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Introduce you to my son, Mitchell. That was a great game. Uh, Raiders beat the Broncos again, like they did San Diego, and uh, hopefully Kansas City. Uh, the Raiders, they're, they're wiping their asses with the AFC West this season. Uh, it's great. I don't care what anybody says. We dominate the West. Anyway, take care, man. Late. It was great to meet you and your son, my friend. I know your son is now Raider Nation after that contest. You know he got all excited. I'm sure of it. Uh, come back again anytime, man. Thanks for listening to our show, by the way. Next, my very good brother, local brother, the Aztec Raider. Hey, Raider Greg, what's up, man? This is Aztec Raider calling you up here out of uh, Santa Rosa again. Hey, man, what a fucking win yesterday, man. First, I want to give a shout-out out there to my cousin Monique, Julieta, and uh, and her boyfriend, Juan. They came down from the from the Fresno area down here to their first game representing the Raider Nation. Uh, they told me they had a lot of fun out there, man, tailgating. It was nice hanging out with you, man, seeing you again. It's always, it's always good to hang out. But, uh, hey, man, what a fucking win that was. Man, to be able to... To sweep the Chargers was huge, and now we swept the fucking donkeys, and now we get a chance to do it against the Chiefs the next weekend after this one. It's going to be great to be able to be fucking, maybe not atop the AFC West, but to know that nobody in the AFC West was able to beat the Raiders this year is going to be a good feeling. I was a little disappointed in Campbell yesterday. He threw two picks, man. Both of them were his fault pretty much. One of them, he didn't, he didn't get over the D-lineman. The second one, he threw, right, he, threw, he threw it right at the DB. I was fucking pissed about that. But it was great to see that at the end of the game, you know, Raiders came out on top. Uh, Marcel Reese, man, let me tell you, man, him and Jacoby Ford, both of those guys, with McFadden in the backfield, Marcel Reese, the number one wide receiver, let me tell you what, man, this offense is going to be explosive next year. I can't wait till these guys mature a little bit. I'm, right now, they're they're playmakers as of right now. Just wait till these guys get a little bit more confidence. And confidence was another thing I saw out on the field this weekend. It's a long time we haven't seen we haven't seen that on the Raiders field, man. But yesterday, man, these guys were playing with some confidence. They knew what they were doing. They believed in what they were doing, and and they believed that they could come out with the W, and they did, man. It was just great to see not just the Raider Nation, man. It was raining. But you know what? We were still out there. We were still representing. So, all right, Raider Greg, this is Aztec Raider, and I'm out. Yeah, man, it was very nice to see you. It was a great party, you know, and I know your friends and family there had a blast. It was great to meet them as well. I know they had fun, and I know they will be back. As far as the Raiders, it is refreshing to see this team be able to come back and continue to fight all the way into the fourth quarter and know that they can kick some ass. It's beautiful, baby. I know what you're feeling, man. The whole nation is feeling it. Our next caller, my good brother, an icon of the Raider Nation. The man is treated like a king when he comes to the Coliseum, the Crusader Raider. <laughs> Hello Raider Nation, this is Kate Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. A very snowy London, England, uh, here at the moment in the United Kingdom. Uh, just a quick call to say how great it was to see the Raiders sweep the Broncos uh, this weekend. So that's the Broncos done, the Chargers done, and just the Chiefs to go. And uh, uh, as far as AFC West goes, that's a perfect season. Um, looked like a fantastic game again from the highlights I see on the, on the webcasts uh, here in the UK. And uh, I'm sure you guys all had a lot of fun in the Coliseum there at the weekend. 
Um, just like to say in the fantasy football, uh, congratulations to Chapo's champs and Raider Rodney in making the final in our fantasy football league. And who knows, Chapo may be the daddy of all daddies. So he might just not just own one, he might own uh, everyone in the league this year. So uh, good luck to you guys. It's been great again. Thanks, Raider Mike, for setting that up for all us. And uh, we've really enjoyed that throughout the season. Um, really good to see you all in November. Uh, looking forward to 2011 Crusade. Who knows when we're going to be over again. And uh, we always look forward to it to meeting up and hooking up with all you guys. Thanks, Randy and uh, Greg, for the video casts and the trips when we came over this year for the Chiefs game in November. Really enjoyed watching those memories there and uh, meeting up with Oscar. Uh, for the first time, which was also very good and, and very, very cool. Guys, uh, I'd like to wish you, Randy, and you, Greg, and all your families, uh, and everybody here on the Raid Nation podcast, happy holidays, have a great Christmas, and let's hope that uh, next season proves to be uh, uh, another stepping stone to the return to glory for the silver and black. This is Keith Smith, wishing the whole Raider Nation a happy Christmas. From London, England, I'm out. Man, it is sure nice to hear your voice. Uh, we do miss you, man, and we know that you'll be back for another crusade. And, uh, well, we think the highest of you and yours. Merry Christmas and... And a happy new year. We love you guys. I love you, Keith. Love you, Dave. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you as well, my friend. And the champs might be the champs or the chumps. Well, the Fantasy Football League that was put on by Rada Mike is an awesome thing. I am in the toilet, of course. I am nowhere near the championship, but it's a great and fun thing to do during the football season. Get on the forum, man. You could be possibly be able to play. It's a great thing. Thanks again, brother. You know all the love to you and yours. Next, a most refreshing voice <laughs> among the voices, my good sister, the Raider, Biatch. What up, nation? Raider Craig, Raider Randy, hello, gentlemen. Raider bitch calling from Bronco country with a big fucking fat thank you. Thanks for everybody who was at the game. Thanks to the team. Let's see. Um, how many divisional teams have we lost to? Oh, no, wait, not the Chiefs, not the Chargers, or the. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're 5 0 in the division. Fuck it! Look at that. I think that's a huge positive. We really, let's think about the last time we were even in this position. Fucking sick. Being in Bronco country, I know I, uh, Colorado Chris gets it. Being able to wear my gear loud and proud, having people look at me and try and give shit. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? We kicked your fucking asses. Tebow, you can just go fucking suck something. I, a couple of hits, I thought one of his tampons was going to come falling out of his, well, you know, sorry. <laughs> a little vulgar. I'm just so happy. Uh, I want to wish a very, very happy holiday, Merry Christmas, whatever you're celebrating, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever it is. Happy holidays to everyone, um, and especially to the nation, to Raider, Greg, and Randy. You guys are awesome. Thanks for keeping the nation together. You do keep our sanity. So <laughs> have great holidays, and uh, go Raiders! Yeah, you know what? It'd be real nice to be in Denver right now, and I would certainly be decked in my silver and black. And you and Colorado Chris, man, wear it every minute of every day and rub it in their little faces. I would love it. Nothing more, man. I love the fact that you can celebrate the sweep. Just get a broom and hand it to them. They'll know exactly what you're talking about. I love it. Thanks for the call, sister. Next, my good brother, Raider John for Providence, man. Check it out. Raider Greg, what up? It's Raider John from Providence, Rhode Island, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Great win. Couldn't be more happier, but let's move on to Indy. This week is a big week for Oakland. I think we can beat them. Um, the key is going to be stop Peyton Manning, and the only way I think we can stop him is by keeping him off the field which means a great running game. I think we could do it. If we can get a little help from uh, Tennessee, a little help from Cincinnati maybe, who knows, man, you never know. I, I think we could do it. It just depends on how the cards fall. Um, hope everybody has a great Christmas to the entire Raider Nation. And uh, shout out my boy Raider Kenny. And uh, go Oakland, baby. Thanks for the show, man. It's been a great year so far. And uh, this has definitely, definitely made the season better. 
having you guys over there doing this stuff, man. Definitely appreciate it. Go Raiders. I say we got to score points early and often and keep scoring points uh, and then run the game later in the game. But we got to keep putting points on the board or we're going to be behind and we can't have that. So score, score. I don't care if we pass, run, whatever we got to do. We got to put points on the board so that we're not behind because once they get ahead, you know, it's crazy. They're a crazy team that way. But uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for the props, man. Merry Christmas to you as well, my brother. Next, we have Rada Mike from the Evergreen State in the house. Raider Nation, Raider Mike from the Evergreen State back in the house. Playoffs. Playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. We ain't dead yet, bitches. We still alive, nation. We still alive. Tell Mora, playoffs? You kidding me? Yeah, we got your playoffs sitting right here. All right, I'm going to make this short and sweet, hopefully. First topic. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Let me ride that horse face, donkey. I fucking hate the Broncos. Kick the shit out of them. Twice. I mean, absolutely dismantled, destroyed. I don't give a fuck how many wins they have this year. I hate the Broncos. Despise them. Despise them. Next topic. I'm going to leave this up to you. I can probably do the uh, searching myself, but uh, if you haven't already said this in the first segment, when was the last time we absolutely swept the West, took all six games from the hated rivals? I would like to know that. And, um, yeah, I, I just want to wrap this up by saying, look, man, we're, we're still alive, 7-7 seven and seven right now. We have to play better next year, obviously. This is an understatement. Against teams we should beat. Ray Gray said it last week. That game in Arizona, that haunts the shit out of me. San Francisco should be handled. They are not any good, okay? They look like absolute dog shit against the Chargers on Thursday night football. Uh, who else did we lose to that we should have beat? Um, Jacksonville, fuck, it just happened. Jeez, I mean, you know, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to forget the immediate friggin' past right here that just happened. But um, yeah, the Dolphins at home, we should take care of that. It look, it, it, I don't need to say this. It's been said. I'm sure other people have been echoing my sentiments. But the bottom line is, we're still alive, baby. Still alive, nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Mike. From the Evergreen State, out! Well, Raider Mike from the Evergreen State, the last time the Oakland Raiders swept the division was in 1976. It's kind of strange because in 76, we had eight games to win our division because we had an additional team in the AFC West, and it was, drumroll please... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, believe it or not. Yes, they were part of the AFC West for a very short time, and we beat them twice as well. So that was the last time we swept a division. Two extra division games made it even harder, and the Oakland Raiders that season were 13-1, and only losing to the Patriot Rats. That was it. So that's kind of interesting. And the other little tidbit is that was also the year that Tampa Bay went winless at 0-14. Good question, brother. It was a tough one. I'd love to see us win the last three games. I don't care what happens other than that. Just the fact that we end this season on a super high means we got a lot to look forward to next year. Uh, I do hope we make the playoffs, though, because like I said, once you go in the playoffs, the records, everybody starts at zero, and, man, you just don't know what can happen from them. Our last caller, but never the least, my very, very good brother, Rada Mike. And let me tell you, man, this guy is special. He puts together a hell of a video. You got to check him out on YouTube. Uh, Raider, uh, any Raider video, just check it out. Raider Mike is the author. He does a hell of a job. He's a good friend and a good fan and all around crazy mofo, just like the rest of us. He is true blue. Raider Nation. Raider Nation.
Vader Greg. This is Vader Mike calling in the phone line once again. And I'm a little bit late. Usually I call on the way home, but so much has happened. I didn't have time. But I'm going to give my two cents on this game. And basically, I'm just completely thrilled with the fact that we're still in the playoffs. There's only two weeks left. We just crushed the Broncos there at the end. At the beginning, it was really getting on my nerves. I literally uh, was telling my brother that if we lose this game, I was going to toss my jersey on the muddy field and walk out of here. I was getting that pissed. I I didn't really feel like we should have even come close to losing to Denver. But thank God the team came around and Cable cracked the whip at halftime and got that team running and doing doing its thing, and, and we won. And, um, you know, everybody's worried about, you know, the scenarios of getting in. And I think that everybody should do is just focus on the game, the task, and just do our best. You know, and, and if they win the games that we have to win, and, you know, we go 9-7, and seven, I think good things will happen for us. But, you know, we'll just have to wait and see if we get that help. I hope we do. But, anyway, it was just a fantastic time all in all. At the tailgate, I want to thank Greater Greg, Randy, Juan, uh, Rob, uh, Robert, everybody um, that was there. It was a good time. It made my uh, brother feel very welcome. It was his first time coming to the Kingsford Kirk tailgate, and uh, you know, being in the rain, it was just it was just a good old time. The food was awesome. Should have seen the size of one of the salmon they had there. They were cooking up. It was a monster. Um, it was just a good old time. But um, anyway, hang your heads up high and enjoy the sweeping of the Denver Broncos. I'm out. Man, it was great to meet your brother. It was a great game to have him go to. The excitement was off the frickin' hook. We sacked T-Bag. We made him go home with a little bit of Oakland on him. Actually, matter of fact, a lot of Oakland went home with all those guys. I love it. It was no better game for your brother to put so much effort to to get to, man. I love the fact you set up the fantasy football for all of us at the Raider Nation Podcast Forum. You guys get in on that early in the season, man. You got a chance. Um, Thanks again, Raider Mike. You are the man. On that note... This will be our Christmas show, our Christmas edition. Uh, Like I said many times and what has been said here many times, you know, I love the Raider fan base. I love the Raider Nation anywhere in the world that you go. If you're sporting your Raider stuff, there is someone somewhere from Dubai to China, from Argentina to Canada, from Hawaii to Japan. It doesn't matter. You will find someone that will walk up to you and go, Raiders. And you just got to know there's no other fan base like it in the world. I love the Raider Nation. I love you guys. Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy freaking holidays. And let's go beat my little ponies ass. And that is all I have to say about that.